Hey guys, welcome to Foreign Lenses. My name is Adya. And my name is Nyakle. And my name is Ayan. And welcome to Foreign Lenses again. Um, today's episode is about love, relation, love and relationships. So that's platonic relationships, family, all of that jazz. So Romantic relationships. Yeah, romantic, family, all of that. So the first question is, what is your definition of love? Love, mm. love, love, love. Nier. <laughs> okay, um... I don't yeah, know. That's a very hard question, actually. Uh, my definition of love, love altogether, not just yeah, in any general, particular love, yeah. just love, love, love. Um, I feel like love is the is accepting. Hmm. Love is like accepting someone for what they are, or what they present, or who they are. So, love to so, me is acceptance. It's allowing someone to be a part of you to a certain extent, or a part of your life. Yeah. So it's acceptance to me. Mm. So like a criminal. Yeah, if you accept them, you love them. You love if you love, you love. You cannot control who you love. That's why I feel like love is acceptance because someone could be the worst of them all. And if they're your child, you still love them. Yeah, even though true. they are a psychopath, yeah, even though they're murderers, you yeah. still love them because you accept them because they are a part of you somehow to a certain mm. extent. Yeah. So it is accepting, accepting someone. I've never thought about the definition of love. Mm. Like I just, but what I just does it love mean to you though. So it doesn't really need to be like a definition. But mm. what does love? You know, when you hear love, what do you think of? Just the word love. I'm running blank. Maybe I don't love. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um. I'm sure you think family actually. That's what I'm saying yeah. though. Yeah. Like family and just in light of what I just says, you know, acceptance. Um. And I guess. Just when I think love, I just think like being there for the people that you care about. Mm. So just having a presence, yeah. accepting people and realizing that people are human and being able to forgive because it's easier to forgive the ones yeah. you yeah. love small, small. So I feel like that is what ties in yeah. with love. So just spending people that you want to spend a lot of time with, people that you are willing to accept the yeah. way they are and those and who surround you too exactly yeah. <laughs> it has to be so it ways. has to be a two-way street yes yeah. and that's the thing with love it has to always be you can't love yeah you can't love someone that doesn't love you because it's always you're it's gonna drain you people do it though. yeah but it will drain you <laughs> <a bit>. <laughs> <laughs> no but i feel like those people who <laughs> generally love someone that doesn't love them think that that person loves them because you know how we show love in different ways yeah. a lot of times people mistake in their mind um treatment for love so if someone was nice to you because you're so insecure you think they love you because they the were nice that to you that still one love time. the people that are rude to them because i've seen that that's what i mean they justify they it them. they because so they think they rude to because, them because they're them. insecure so they think that and they don't entirely know how how they're supposed to be loved so when someone is nice to them even though every other day they're rude to mm. them but they were nice to them at core they feel like that person is nicer to them than the unknown they yeah. think that they love them but they don't really love them they just justify that person's yeah. treatment from the get-go for love yeah that's a whole nother topic anyway mm. that, scary that times <laughs> narcissistic type of behavior. yeah but yeah like what you guys said that's the same for me love is like it has to be a reciprocated type of behavior mm. i don't believe you know what you were just saying i don't believe that love should be um one-sided i mm. don't think because when i think of love i feel like it's someone that gives you the same energy and you can be yourself around you can do whatever 
that's is my real definition of real love mm-hmm. um and basically someone that keeps the same oh, energy just <clears throat> in light of what you just said that gets me wondering though because you know how you said it has to be reciprocated mm. do you, if someone's not like okay you know how we say we love celebrities mm. they don't know we exist How's that love? I don't think you love celebrities. <laughs> I think you are infatuated by <laughs> yeah. celebrities. No, I don't think that's that's really the thing they love because the really really. there are people that genuinely would love a celebrity. Well, I can't speak for those people. Or I, I someone that's not alive. Them. Like someone that's no longer around, that they can't reciprocate the love. Yeah, so but they, but you know no how they reciprocate when they left. So that's no. What if they didn't love you when they left? What do you mean? Like no, but that's okay, different. Like, it depends on who. Like, who, are you like talking about celebrities? I'm speaking about mother, motherly love. Motherly in terms of family, like when someone loses a baby, yeah. Yeah. and they still genuinely love them for the rest of their life, even though they never got to know that baby, but because they had it, that's their love. They're always going to have it. But, but I think they're speaking in terms of how they felt towards a baby. No, not but that my baby that's what I'm trying me, to get at. That's what I'm trying to get at. Baby. That love is something you feel for yourself sometimes is not reciprocated no but in order for it to be functional it has to be reciprocated so you can love someone so but does that in mean order for it to be functional it has to because your baby will love you even though just because they can't no, no, they, no. Will love you, they will love you or they must <laughs> love you <laughs> you must love you <laughs> how can you say my stomach for nine months yeah, no no but there are people they don't love that's in, i in, really in don't of, feel like in terms of reciprocation like for it to be reciprocal or whatever what i'm saying it yeah has to be reciprocated it's, it's a two-way street, street again when you're getting so you can love one person because i get what you're saying yeah that sometimes you can just love because like the baby yeah. example that's an extreme example that you're no really but thinking. that was something that was going to get people to get where i was coming yeah, from yeah. because for me i understand and i agree yeah. with what you're saying but i feel like love isn't always reciprocated not always but i'm saying for um, me but it's in still order for does it that function. then mean it's not love if it's not a two no. a functioning that's two up way to that street, person because to decide what they think. But I'm talking about me because the, the, this question was, what is your definition of love? And for my, my definition of love is, in order for our relationship to function, mm-hmm. the love has to be reciprocated. I can't just be loving you yeah. and you're not reciprocating the love. Have you ever loved that someone the and they not reciprocated love back to you? Hey, no. No. <laughs> no? No. I've never. Because I feel like it wouldn't even have... God, like how... It I, wouldn't this, function this is, for how them can, though. How can they, they, I feel like, how can they get to love if you don't know how they feel it's a personal thing though that's why i feel I like love is it's just like saying you like someone but more like more in depth because like you know how i said it was acceptance if someone has gotten to know you to a certain point right mm-hmm. and wholeheartedly has accepted you for everything you are they you don't have to love them back for them to love who you are you don't genuinely have to be like I love you too. You don't even that's have to them, know that they love me. you. No, but I that's can't what, get to the stage of love without knowing that, that they love you. The then is it love? That's what I'm saying. What do you What do you mean? Is it love? Why do you have to be loved back for you to love? Because we have to be on the same page. How? What? Would that I makes be it saying? a game, though, <laughs> doesn't no. it? Well, not necessarily. No. I feel like you. No, it's kind of like being around people who don't like you if you're yeah. constantly around people mm-hmm. who don't like you and are constantly like making it very clear that they don't like you you get to a point where you're literally like these no, are not for but me i get what so you're saying but you, i'm not talking yeah, about no, the no, other no. effects so i'm talking about mind. just gen like in general yeah if but, you but you can love my let, whole let point ex- of that is you can love someone without them you can love them without love them loving you back or you, you even know that they love you yeah yeah 
for it to then function, that's where it comes in. For it to become a two-way street and for it to last and when I and say function, when I say it has to be reciprocated, there's yeah. there's actions that have to go towards so that. So you talk about there's things that come, that's what I'm saying. There's practical things. But loving that theory, you have you to can, show me. That's yeah, what I can, I'm yeah, saying. Theoretically, but you I, I'm not gonna be okay. Say for example, yeah, I love you, and I'm I'm doing you know practically. I'm I'm putting my love into action and i'm showing you that i love yeah. you and i'm nice to you and i'm you know what i mean all yeah those you do all the things stuff. that need to be done and yeah. they're not doing those things that i'm doing mm-hmm. they're not making me feel loved mm-hmm. then I, I i wouldn't love them that's okay. what i'm saying because okay, otherwise so how can i love someone that is not practically it's yeah. not you won't continue to love somebody but it won't work for me personally um, because in theory you can initially love someone you it's just how it will work later on that you can I guess it's like how they what make, do you mean by that i how, think it's the way it's the way someone you makes someone you feel knowing. that's the way you yeah. internalize love. love so for for instance if someone is really like for some people like someone can be really nice to you say some really nice yeah. things to you and you like this person is really nice they must really like you know care and love me you know but for someone it may be actions like you can literally yeah. do something for someone and me, constantly usually, do it yeah. that mm-hmm. reinforces that you love someone yeah. so to you you start thinking that jeesh this person loves, loves me, me because and they, you're yeah. loving them because you, and you're you loving something else yeah. so it's same actions so, and that's what i mean by reciprocated like it has to be both of you working together yeah and i agree with the fact that yeah. for it to practically work it has to be a two way street it can yeah. never be fully but it's to me what i'm thinking about is mm. the line where it mm. like where does the line end where it's called love and infatuation you know how we were saying that before romantically like, yeah in romantic sense like oh. you loving someone from here mm. and not knowing they love you where and then when you then find out that they don't love you yeah instantly you internalize that mm-hmm. and then in your head you then start thinking wait did i actually love them yeah. or was yeah, it that's, that's, that's what i mean that's, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, that border that. that line because it happens, so that happens especially in relationships <laughs> yeah happens. you straight away you're like oh, the love of my but, life and but, then when you guys break up romantically but, you're like, but the thing is you don't make really that up though that the, the, <laughs> ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。ビデオスタッフ。
damn, I want to leave this lady and never talk to her again. Yeah. Whereas with my siblings, the reason I say with them, I don't know about that. Because when I was younger, and maybe it's just... Mm. It's just being a kid, you'd be like, man, I hate you. Yeah. Fuck off. Don't talk to me. We never talk. And then you talk though. in the next two days yeah. and, and you forget about it. Yeah. But I feel like because it's been very normalized. But I feel like people looking in this country, in the West, people cut off their family so quick. But they don't have a strong family bond the way <laughs> a that family unit. people do. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> exactly. That's completely different. It's so So the bad. way they treat family yeah. and the way we treat family the way are, we value it. The way we yeah, yeah they value don't family value is a little bit They could there's some that you I could do. Them, but no, yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. but for us and what I've seen with ethnic people is our family is literally the core mm. of value of everything, are. yeah. It's your identity. The way they look at it, you're basically your family is your identity. Exactly. And they have know how our yeah. people live through legacies. Your family is your legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. Yeah. You can later add everything else, but it's your core. It's yeah. your, the roots of everything you are. I think, yeah, but I think that family love is unconditional to a certain degree. But I only think immediate, for me personally, yeah. immediate family love is unconditional. Mm. If, like extended families, I feel like that's very conditional. because, mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is because I've got relatives that i'm close to and i feel like i love them unconditionally Mm. because i grew up with them i spent a majority of my time with them so Mm. even if they piss me off even if they do whatever i still love them but then i've got family who in turn are closer to me relation wise but you don't that i have never met some of them i have met but i'm not very close with my love for them like it's like i love them because they're my family but at the end of the day like it's very conditional if they did something to piss me off i'll literally cut you off i don't know you like that so for me, immediate like the people that I spend the most amount of time with and the people that are raised in my household, I love them unconditionally because yeah. they're my family. And without them, I'm nothing. I don't know anything else without them. But extended family, even though they are family, because I know what it's like to be without them. And I'm not what about you friends? Know, Okay, can we That's just um, let me clarify family. something? Let mm. me clarify something because with we're speaking family, and we're always going to repeat the concept of family. And I've always this this saying is family. When you say family, do you mean your bloodline, or do you mean the family that you've built for, like that you've grown up with? I think in this context, sure are we talking blood, about bloodline? bloodline yeah. Okay. Because when we refer to other, because when we yeah, because we just have to clarify. Because um, some people don't have that bloodline; they always have people they grew up with, and yeah, that's their family, which is, which is, which is family. In in still. our thing, we're talking about like family as in a bloodline. bloodline yeah. And then when we say friends, it's people that are not related to you but are your friends, or people yeah. that could be related to you, but you you, you choose embrace to, the friendship yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Then you do the, the family. Yeah, the friendship yeah. side outweighs the the relation or whatever. Yeah. And then and then obviously the third one is the the romantic relationship yeah so for me like you both would have said family like immediate family mm-hmm. just family that i'm close to anyway in general is unconditional and then with um friends see remember when we spoke about that mm. at the beginning i was saying it's conditional but i realized that it's actually unconditional because it goes back to the connections that I build. You know what I mean? Because I actually have friends that I've been friends with since like, I don't know, for like 15 years, Does 20 that years mean or whatever. anything they do doesn't matter what you still I'm, love them. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So we've been through a lot. There's things that have happened with, with some of my friends that I've known for all that time. And the things that would have happened 
even though like say we we don't talk even though we don't talk the way that we used to today mm. that's what i was telling you last time yeah, like, mm. i don't even though i don't talk to these people or whoever we would have had these incidents or situations with at that time mm-hmm. i know today that if they were to call me and want me to be there i'll be there for them because i still love them today i can still say i still love them it's not it's not conditional to me if i still feel the same yeah. love that i had for you it's not conditional to me going, yeah. if i'm still willing to be there for you no matter what no matter what time it is if they call me and say i need you to come and do this i'll come and i feel the same way because i know that if i'm stuck say right now i'll be stuck i feel like i can call on those same people and they feel the same way that they will always be there for me the same way that i'm there for them even though we have grown apart in, in, in everyday sense mm-hmm. that that love is still there and that's why and they're not family and that's why i think it's not uncon- it's it's not conditional it's unconditional to me because that connection that we have built has gone beyond friendship has gone beyond the the, the ideal the normal what's that thing the normal um ideal friendships because you know how they say friends come and go or whatever yeah. hmm. they can go but i don't but believe that still there yeah hmm? um we also have family even until today i have cousins that i don't know like that hmm. but there are people that i grew up with that i've known since i was a little kid hmm. And to me they're my relatives. Mm. If I you know with the conditions and uncle uncond- I love them unconditionally. Mm. If they were to do something at the same time as one of my closest relatives mm. right now, mm. I'd probably pick their sides. If exactly. I had to pick sides yeah. because they're yeah. my family. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, yeah. friendship which is like abomination it, it comes in into that hope. It is horrible. <laughs> That's why I was before earlier. That's why I asked about if we're talking specifically about bloodline or it's just family in general. I think But friendships are a part of family. <laughs> Remember that show that we were watching at the topic girls? <laughs> They just they met under very very odd circumstances. <laughs> She killed the other one's husband and that the other one ends up killing the other one's husband too. And it's like it's cool they're moving and they love each other so much and you and they come back to each other because be they know they're each other's person yeah, like, like you know they love so it brings us to that topic of soulmate. <laughs> you could tell they're soulmates yeah. to a certain point I, and even though they tried to live without each other yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't because <laughs> they love each other so much. And they knew they did fucked up shit. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's where I'm coming from with that. Love is unconditional depending on, on the who? bond and the bond you have. Yeah, the, the bond and the connection that you have with that person. person. So it doesn't yeah, so it, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily matter whether it's family, whether it's friends, friends or whether it's a romantic, romantic relationship. Mm. Nah, romantic. Now I'm Okay, so that's the romantic Romantic love for me is a very conditional thing. You yes. think it's, it's conditional? It's conditional for yeah. me. For me. And I feel well. like there's a point it might become unconditional. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. when we have children, you you know, even then if you do fucked up shit, I'm, you're out. Yeah, but then you might still have that <laughs> But you still love them. them. The connection stays, the acceptance stays, the whatever. Everything within that love stays. Yeah. So I feel like there's a point in if we're talking in the sense of dating, <laughs> my friend. Very if you don't do this that this and this and that Sorry, why am I here with you? Very very conditional. Because it's kind of like but you know how you here. the a, a game of 
I need to find what's for me. Mm. We're both playing a game. Mm. Yeah. So it's not unconditional. Even though I might love you, it's not all of you that I love. There are certain parts of you I love and I have to know the full you. But during dating stages, mm. we don't always know the person fully mm. until they do something. So that's why I say it's conditional because as much as you date for two years, three years, mm. you still don't because we tend to tiptoe around people that you choose this person. This is your chosen person. The yeah. person you went out and was like, you're good looking. You chose them based on a category. Whereas your friends, you don't pick them based on a physical category or based on a specific category. Mm. Your romantic partners, you choose them based on how they look and they appeal to you, mm. how they think, how they act, how they are in general the way they treat others around them. Whereas friendships, you don't have these categories. You mm. see someone, you get along your vibes, and then you're like, we should hang out because we're like-minded. But is that with romantic? No, but with friends, with it's romantic, yes, if you start off as friends. But, but then it, in a, saying that, though, you, it I still gets deeper. Like, romantic relationships is basically the same as friendship relationships because you're choosing you don't choose somebody based on how they attract you though when it's friendship. yeah rid of the sexual attraction i'm just talking about like pure bond of love it's okay, okay yeah i agree with love, that. love do you yeah. really think that there's a difference like the word well, love in itself like the definition no, of love not, listen, do you think yeah. there's a difference when it comes to friends and family or do you think like yeah, love is, is love but the what you accept and what you don't accept between with the friends two and different family people. they're the same but let me tell you why the romantic one Different. Like I just said, the, the reason why the romantic one is different is because this is going to be your life partner. This so that's why it can be conditional want, for yeah. me personally. It can be conditional because if there's something you that want you want the connection exactly. to be deeper. Yeah, because it's it's a long term thing. This is a partner that you want to with spend friends, the rest of your life with. With friends, we don't plan in our heads like, oh, you know, even if we're toxic, the, she can go and live her own yeah, life after that. Over there, we'll every but now with and then, and you will be together. But with this guy, in a partnership, yeah. we'll be together always. And then so, even with family members, we can be whatever we love each other no matter what. But they go do their own thing after that. This is someone I'm gonna build my life with. So it's more for me. It's it's more conditional. We're at the dating stages, it has yeah. to be conditional for mm. me because I'm on a journey to finding someone that I can spend the rest of my life with. Yeah, actually yeah. I get that. That's, that's why that, I say they're different. Because I get that. Of that, that I think like there are things. Romantic we, relationships can also be your life partner as well. So yeah, I'm just speaking definitely. about romantic relationships in general, general. not at stages. Okay. Yeah. And so also, once you're married to this person, yeah. Is it conditional or is no, it no, no, it's like, like I said when, that, it, when it becomes unconditional, unconditional at mm, that point. Yeah. When they when you've decided that you've accepted this person yeah. for everything they are and you know everything that yeah. they are then and you're okay with it, yeah. it becomes unconditional because that's where truth uh, love at its truest form starts being like okay this person we're going to be together we're going to be this we're going to be yeah, that yeah, and yeah. it becomes that instantly whereas with our friendships there are certain things we overlook there are things you will overlook in a friendship that you wouldn't in a relationship there's a lot of things yeah. that you overlook so, that your friend because you know with your friend if you guys fight right now and they do something dumb they're going to go back to their home you go back to your house you get time to just do come back your actions <laughs> come back right you come back whenever but right. that's the thing you see them you don't see them as often you don't have to like constantly think about what they're doing because you have other friends if you guys have a you problem know, because no you still think about them but it's not the same when you, it's you know, your life person when it's i feel like i don't know if you guys have experiences but i feel like this might be a whole different 
road to go through but friendship heartbreaks are real guys mm-hmm. very very real they are so and you can grieve you when you said friendship you think about true. it you actually think about your friendship no but i was talking about little, i wasn't way. talking about breakups i was thinking about little, Even the when little they issues <laughs> no but you know i feel like we have so many expectations of our partners more than we do our friends expectations exceed when someone become your boy have you ever like you've been friends with somebody and then you decide that you two are gonna date and you can see instantly the shit we you used to have a look when you guys were friends we are single <laughs> <laughs> we well, you might have attempted at some point in a movie yeah, yeah, where they were friends and then the next day you know like i think i've seen something like that instantly things become different yeah. because there are expectations now you you exceed you redu- you go from a list of five things that you would accept and then those five things now you would not accept when they're your partner yeah so, so you can straight away tell so taking it back a, a little bit because we jumped a bit ahead with the romantic side of things mm. what back just to take it back to family and friends mm. do you i think we know the answer by mm. what we said but do you think blood is thicker than water or what do you think about that saying and if so are we speaking science because yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> let's have a look at it someone bring your blood <laughs> let's put some blood and some water no blood goes <laughs> so you know thick do you think that yeah blood is thicker than water and in that and then also with that that saying that blood is thicker than water mm. just to expand on that what do you think is the difference like the way that we view blood is thicker than water or whatever your opinion I'll is be, on that yeah how do you think that's different to the yeah, like our siblings are under us for example okay. how do, how would they how do you think they look at it compared to the way we look at it i don't think blood is thicker than water i don't i uh, yeah cuz i'm um, i'm going based on like the discussion that we've literally yeah, just we've had literally just had and just the example i gave of my family mm. it's definitely not um to me family is just family by name like especially by bloodline mm. is just that it's literally just the name if we don't have a connection physically or we don't have any sort of connection mm. i'm not going to create one you are just my family from over there but yeah. i can have a family so, yeah. water that's just there so what i meant actually was our generation compared to the no, older I'm generation gonna, okay yeah um, the way for yeah. example with us because i remember we were talking about it in Nepal, when mm-hmm. we look at it yeah, because no, of where different. we are our location now when you mm-hmm. go to school all you have is like kawajat you know all the white people and all these different people and yeah. you tend to relate to another black person easier mm-hmm. than a white person and that's why we we tend to form all these different kind of connections mm-hmm. from different types of black yeah. people and, but and africans but it's it's also and like following up on that it's literally like when you come here there is no such thing as or cuz back home our parents you literally they are live with your family, family. is always you walk with your sisters right if you're a girl yeah oh, that's it your yeah. tribe your that's little clan everything is yeah like family. everything is family it's oriented, family and, oriented. And, and that's what and we were saying it's literally because of the location though because yeah, that's because home, of, the way it's set up you're just it's built there, like there, that there, is, there yeah. you don't even know what else is out there and they would rather not know they're they're afraid of the unknown they don't know what's on the other side so they don't want to know those with what they know not going to be treated better anywhere else apart from your home oh, this people place. can define home differently now because But home for me if you think about you it you guys though, are my home back home oh, that's my, so sweet i take that one I agree with that 100%. Yeah. You guys think that you guys are my home like, now like, 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 like location you guys are literally 
We don't have a choice. You're my clan. You're my clan. You're my clan. Exactly. We're in the same clan and the same tribe now. So it's the same as back home. It's true. Like, if you go to Melbourne and people are there, you're not going to just sit there and be like, hi. Yeah. How much? I was there for short trips. You're like, I miss Adelaide. I want to go there. That's that's me. By the third day, I'm like, I want to go home. But that's that's the thing, though. And it's the people. You know, who you're surrounded by. The views of our parents, right? Because mm-hmm. our parents are just like, okay, just be friends with your family members, yeah. family, family, family. Family will always. Like, you don't know how we can do some of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, family, they don't family, even family. like you, but and, you want to talk about it. And and what and what that does? Do you guys think that it puts a strain on our relationships and to yeah. some extent? Like for us, obviously, we're old. Like when we were younger, we would have been difficult. We fought through it. Yeah. But for the younger ones, it's they bad. would they wouldn't understand why because obviously they think that it's just normal to just be like that and yeah. and I guess what we always speak about how we're in the middle and we sort of see our parents yes. perspective and of the fact the that back home yeah. family was everything but here you know what I mean so for them it would be harder for them to maintain their I guess the all the tribal <laughs> their relationships, their relationships. You know I mean? yeah because yeah, but you their, see their like parents would be saying by the, for example, you know, you guys are your home is your village. Be like, like, oh, don't yeah, that home be like, you don't have a barcazel. This and this, you know, or do or oh, yeah. don't go to Dinka. That is the worst one. Too. You know, <laughs> but here, but it's by the rebuttal. Everybody and that's that. But it's just, but it's true. I, like, okay, we all have older siblings. Do you think it differs for them slightly? More like our more parents. Like I feel like the come here. The easier it is for to you to assimilate, assimilate and to also yeah. accept everyone as they are. Like for yeah. example, our older siblings, siblings yeah. because they whatever, were a little bit older. They were a little bit older when they came. There's certain things that have already been engraved in them. Yeah. Yeah. It's too late. That is too for late for, for it to be changed. And we have yeah. things, yeah, we have things as well. <laughs> exactly. But our little yeah. siblings may have less. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Like the Way kids less. that were born here, yeah, they yeah. have literally yeah. nothing. So yeah. they're kind of just learning from yeah. home and from, you know. <laughs> That's another story. They want to argue with your mom like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like these kids are gutsy and they value friendship. Yeah. And with they our do. parents, when we, we were younger, remember so we used we, to be like, what do you do with your friends? And we used to fight with our mom hard, be like, yeah. that's my friend. I don't yeah. care what you say. Exactly. And it was harder for us. But now with our siblings, they're a little bit more accepting. Yeah. And I feel like but my mom's What advice would you guys give to them, though, in terms of like, if they feel like there's a bit of a strain in be terms patient. of being accepted with um, your different kind of friendships? So even like, you know, all, all different Africans. It's not just Sudanese, yeah, because there's tribalism. But then there's also like, Oh, West Africans, oh, stay away from door, oh, this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the things and that they, the kawad- yeah, the stereotypes that. that they put in their heads. Yeah. Do you think, but, do you think that um, our parents are just, because they've been, they've been I, built in a way that tells them everyone else is a problem, don't test I, it out because no. they have that thing with, okay, um, let's talk about the kids, a lot of kids that have passed away through hanging out with other hmm. people, it's the fear of, I don't know what you're gonna do with yeah. these random people. I don't know what they do. I've never yeah. met anyone from there. It's so not even don't just that. It's also like historical things that have happened in Sudan. For example, the wars that have happened. We yeah, are not but aware that's of specifically that. for Sudan. I know that. Yeah, yeah, that's an example. Like it's not just like oh, I don't know what you're gonna do. Or Some of them they're holding on to anger from wars yeah. that have happened years and years back that we don't know anything about. That's a Dinka, Barkazal, and Bor. Like it yeah. gets like that. And those are the things <laughs> that they tend much. to hold on to because yeah. obviously we don't have an experience of that. Yeah. We don't have that it's anger. It's past trauma lost, that yeah, they, that they have. Some they have family members, families and yeah, this that. and that. You know, even like and I, one of my friends, because you know one of my friends, um, Edor, 
and her mom felt some type of way because of thing you know what i mean because yeah, they too. talk about you know there's a lot of door ladies will talk about they've lost their their role yeah. or you know what i mean and that will make them very very cautious of dinka people because mm. it's not because they don't like you as a dinka person but it's because of their trauma that remind they, they're very it's scared for their child to be that lovey dovey or with whatever because they feel like they already like hate them Yeah. Um but what about with Kawajad? Why do you guys think that Kawajad so is scared that point of, of what you're saying because the fear of the unknown and, and they're they not sure yeah. and they've seen so many other things happen yeah. on the news with Kawajad so yeah. they just assume they make assumptions based on their fears. Yeah. Essentially though with this whole love and relationship things I do and the blood is thicker than water I mm. do think for our parents maybe I'm um, obviously Mm. They may think that blood is thicker than water. Yeah, it is family to them. To them. Yeah. But to the rest of us who grew up here and who your neighbor could be a door person, your neighbor could yeah. be a um kawaja. Kawaja. your neighbor could be a kawaja. To us is the connections that you build mm. now and the people school, around you, home, your surroundings. Th- that's yeah. that's what your family is and that's yeah. what your And that's idea, what's and that's who you love whether that's it's what's blood then it's thicker whether it's water in that moment yeah, exactly exactly yeah. so yeah. that's why for us it there's circum- different circumstances that do play for us it's flavored water it's not <laughs> blood it's it's, it's 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 blood with some water in there it's diluted <laughs> yeah, blood it's vitamin blood. water <laughs> that's, that's what it is just do water it's ice if you think about it ice is water frozen it's thick And then so we leave it. I want to take it back to family breakdowns because mm. I think we were going to talk about it before that but mm. we sort of just went soup 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 small small like yeah, that yeah as, <laughs> as we usually do but um what about family breakdowns we'll just touch on that a little bit like how do you think that um when when families don't say our families break up or whatever the mm. parents go their separate ways do you think that kids are considered enough in that situation absolutely not Absolutely. Enough or at all. <laughs> exactly. I don't think they're even considered in that sense. I feel like because they're I mean, related, okay, okay, okay. And let's going let's, back to relationships. So looking at the relationship between the siblings, relationship between the siblings to the to the mom, to the dad, all of that. Let me that retract a little bit. I think obviously parents they do consider their kids, especially women. I'd say that they absolutely do consider their kids and sometimes that's why some women well, some do stay Exactly. That's why some women do stay in toxic relationships and some men as well like mm. they also do consider as well. But I think the discussions in households never involve the kids. Like for example, you'd have people where their parents literally divorced or separated in our community. Now it's something that's very taboo, you don't do it, but they don't think I don't know whether they don't think we're old enough to be addressed about it or mm. whatever. They just don't speak about it. It's literally like, oh your mom's gone or your dad's gone, blah 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 blah. And then they never speak about it afterwards. And then these kids are literally like traumatized. There's a I massive think, family breakdown that's never um, discussed. Okay, but my personal opinion and it might be you know a little mm. controversial i feel like because us as children culturally mm. we are a property we're not we're a properties of our fathers you know how they say a woman is a property when she gets married no the children she birthed are the property of this man 
the doubt, like you know, with the so, dowry well, system, the woman, they pay. Yeah, yeah, but the woman is the giver of the properties. Yeah. So she, she is a part of that. Yeah, but yeah. I'll overlook the woman first, and just to get to my point of why I brought this up, mm-hmm. when two people get married, generally culturally in our culture, anyway, the woman is brought to give the man a legacy, mm-hmm. his properties, his name, what makes him him, mm-hmm. which is the children. When the parents decide to separate, generally the kids instantly because they've already been bought. That's what it is. The dowry is to buy us. Mm. Because they already know and it's understood across the board between the parents and their families. We're not included and we're not a part of it. And they don't, it doesn't matter how old you are because Mm. to them, you've given me my legacy. I've named it. It's mine. So now you go do whatever you need to do yeah. to the woman, yeah. and I'ma keep what's mine. Yeah. The, we don't need to be consulted because in their minds, we it's like when you have a farm of corn. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna ask the corn whether you should sell it or not? No, it will stay there. And yeah. whoever brought it, I know. Of, and already, yeah, she's the deal the, yeah, is sealed, yeah. and yeah. that's why they don't inform us on what they're doing. But the thing is, back home it's not relevant because the relationships the way they grow up in homes kids were just raised by their family like their grandma will be there yeah, like there's a lot of you, we people didn't build kids didn't build relationships the way we do with our families here because what, what so we're talking about more is it here, didn't affect yes. them that's what we're talking okay about. it didn't it's affect here, them yeah. as much and that's in the cultural sense but here it affects us because and their minds we have to always know they're that their minds are there home. and they there. know that back yeah. home they don't realize that here we built relationships with them, so and we yeah, love our parents like, equally. Exactly. Back home you don't because you don't see your dad like that. Mm-hmm. You might see your mom more than your dad, yeah. and you might not even see either one of them because you send off to your grandmas. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get to build that relationship with them. To you is like, oh, y'all in together, whatever. But we move, like whatever. Yeah. But here. Because we're so emotionally invested in relationships. Well, that's what we're taught anyway. That's how we're grown. Yeah. That's how we're raised. In schools, yeah. that's what we're taught by the Western society. That you get invested in your relationships at home. Is, yeah. When your parents decide to break up and they're like, Oh, now your dad, for example, oh, stays even with fights. you. It's just not just, like, just they don't yeah, breakdowns in general. Just fights. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Why do they? Okay, but... It's so annoying because like we're property, choo- but then, <laughs> we're but then these parents like they're choosing to like assimilate to the, the society. Yeah, there's some things that they're like changing and stuff like that. But then they including the kids part is something that they need to look at because we are being taught our emotions are being encouraged to talk about this and that, yeah. this and that. And we're in a country where both parents genu- generally would need to be involved in school yeah. activities, but all these they? different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like at least you know that you have someone yeah. there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that knowing that the parents are a big deal here i feel like they really need to focus on especially the kids that were born here you know for us we're, we're all geez, you know we can handle it we survive our emotions are we're how partially you know we have 20 percent of yeah, them like in us so fine, we know but i think we it's can really accept it no for the younger ones to really be considered because and, and another thing i see young like, parents like I was saying doing before. the same thing that their parents did to us well, my personal That's opinion is well. the day that's going to change is when they completely delete the concept of the diary and why they do it. Do you think because they come hand in hand though? Do you think it will change because of that? Do you really they'll, because their minds are stuck, it might take generations. Exactly. <laughs> but, no, but I'm saying that diary system makes people 
make us properties it makes us be looked down we're inferior our opinion is never relevant because okay, what about we were brought here huh? what about people that there's men <laughs> what about men that have not paid dowry and women that have not <laughs> <laughs> There's people that we see here yeah, saying, thinking that they because just because there's a there's a man and a woman and they have kids, it doesn't mean a dowry has been yeah. paid. Remember mm, that. I can't look at That's dowry. what I'm saying. <laughs> so in that dynamic, there's this, the, that man has not paid for this woman. There is but no at the same time. There's not paid for you know what I think. Also, you know on top of that, there's a very big copycat culture in our community. But how do you not pay? No, but think about it. You think. I, for a fact, from what I've seen anyway, us girls are more westernized or more accepting of western culture than guys because guys pick and choose of what they will assimilate mm, that's into. That's a different thing that I'll just... No, but that's what I mean, like, that's why I was <laughs> saying with those people me. who haven't paid dowry or who haven't mm. done and still treat people, you have no reason exactly. to be disrespectful because back home people become disrespectful because, because in their mind, I own you. Yeah. I own the What's kiss your bird. What's your excuse for to be disrespectful? I'll beat that man hey, hey. <laughs> but yeah like just going back just going back to that um what to call the family breakdown stuff yeah. yeah i completely understand based on the discussion we've just had like i understand why some why parents are like so fixated on what goes on back home yeah yeah but they should really assimilate into this society and this culture if they've come here you know and they've been living here for years they should try at least try and realize that the things that go on in the house really do have an impact on these kids whether yeah. they like to acknowledge it or not they should really start hearing their kids yeah, out but that, this is where we come in though because mm. i don't think that just <laughs> just to give our parents the benefit of the doubt um i personally if i think about myself like mm. if i was born here or if i grew up here and then i was i went back to south sudan it's kind of like saying I go there and I go assimilate into whatever and I came from a western society where my mind is free. Mm. I think however I want I do is more free than they are back home mm. and women are inferior back home or looked yeah. differently mm. and then me go stand up and do this and then mm. people want me to yeah. assimilate into that society yeah. at the, from the age of 30 yeah that's a very hard thing to do yeah, yeah that's why i was saying hard. this no, is no, where we come in i just want to say that though mm. because this is where we come in mm. we the people who know these things yeah. that our parents it's hard for they're not going to assimilate yeah. they will be here for the next 50 years and they will still be like when i grew up back home because but they remember when we that. say, but when I say about young parents as well that mm. even grew up here that no but i'm specifically that. speaking yeah. about our parents i'm those ones that grew up here they it's inexcusable I they think know generally the society. In our community, I, I think where this that back to thing, that copycat it culture needs, it needs to i feel like generally our community needs to ha like emphasize on the fact that kids are effective regardless of whether you're an older person whether yeah. you're a young person whether you've got ways that are, you're stuck to mm -hmm. i think we uh, what my point is to highlight that family in family breakdowns kids are important regardless no, of but that's what i was going to get and that's what i meant for those who are older no but that's what i was saying consider no, but that I'm agreeing up. to what yeah. you guys are saying. And the only way they're going to consider is like with my mom. Mm. When she does something at home with my younger brother, that boy knows. He, so where the middle when people, Dinka, he's, he's as dumb as they come. <laughs> but it's true. When it comes to Dinka stuff, and that's with yeah. your siblings and most of our siblings that are younger and that were born or raised here. Yeah. The thing is, when he does something, 
when I know something is emotionally affecting him because my mom has said something or the way my mom acts or the way she does with relationships at home, I will step in and be like, look, mama, that's not how you do things. Yeah. This needs to be like this and this needs to be like this. And she might lecture me, but by the next second time, she'll be like, she'll approach it differently. She'll be like, okay, let's talk about this and that. And she will slightly change. She might not drop a massive weight, mm. but, but if, change, and then that second day, there'll be a important. slight change. By the third time, she will, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. And They've she, already changed because the, the way thing, they used to treat us at the age is already different. Yeah, the way they So they are assimilating. That yeah. And that's what and I know. They are doing well. But when it comes to married stuff, they're so mentally stuck that they think their way of life is the way of life. Yeah. But I think it's where we are now. It's the men that want to assimilate. I feel like women do consider their kids. It's a lot. I, I think now as men, I think so in, too. with us having like a platform like this, I think men. I think I want to highlight that. Like you know what I mean? Like we need to bring attention to the fact that these kids or all of us just need to be considered. Just because yeah. we went through those certain things and we're able to turn out alright. Didn't make it okay. There's some, mean that there's the some, there's some of our peers yeah. that there's things that affected no, them but along this the way. Is you know the what I mean? Family breakdowns mom, yeah. that affected them along the way. We might have been lucky to not have that in our yeah. homes, but there's people that I know where our age that we grew up with that these family that breakdowns affected. affected them yeah. and their life now is different because of those things yeah, that would have happened you know what I mean? might have exactly. not yeah. been I agree as well know. and then I also think the whole purpose of these this podcast anyways and then the whole per- purpose of us discussing these things is not necessarily to change our parents but it's to or help to you know, to bash anyone it's literally it's to just help people see and, and start a conversation there is, on these things there that are includes, boundaries yeah exactly and that's why we're saying like kids should be they, our parents don't necessarily have to like assimilate necessarily mm. into the into this culture and they have to do everything like that but a small change by recognizing that these kids are affected we are that we change are, exactly and we are that yeah. change but there's and also they're, they're kids very without, with, yeah. they've changed the way that, like I said they changed yeah. the way they treated us yes mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and the way yeah, these kids knew the well. threats I used to get at 40 yeah, but so what advice continue. what advice would you say because there's also kids yeah. that don't have older sisters like we do yeah. there's people that are the oldest in their families yeah. and, and are younger than us as well what advice would you give them in terms of having these discussions because if we are the change what would you advise them to discuss with their parents when it comes to family breakdown um, and all these things like what would you I tell think, them I think that growing up there's this taboo that you don't speak back to your parents you mm. don't attack your family your parents you listen to your parents your parents are superior and they are wise and all this stuff if you are the oldest and you're going through stuff and you I know I have an older sister so you'll probably be blamed for a lot of things you'll be brought down constantly you'll be abused verbally these things happen they are real things yeah. I feel like one you need a lot of patience and mm-hmm. a lot of patience and two so if you are the oldest just learn to be the one talk to your parents trust me there are people like us just because they threaten us and the and love they have for you is stronger yeah, than the stubbornness like, that they have trust and me and to be fair though my mum always said I'd rather can you, tell, you, you can, can tell talk, come talk yeah. to me if you feel like I have done something wrong because at yeah. the end of the day talk to them trust to me yeah. but there are real people there's this other thing that she, she says where she's like you know and I just, 
when your parents are upset, yeah. they say anything, doesn't yeah, mean that's true. That's true. They want to hurt your feelings. And I'm like, take anything, but don't take anything personally, though, because that's the thing that I, a lot of us would have struggled. Remember the diaries? Why does my mom hate me? Because she's not used to it. She didn't go through this life. She didn't talk to her mom. Her mom never, this is the thing. We also seem to overlook the fact that when they were back home, they didn't grow up with their mom. Their moms didn't raise them like that. They raised themselves. And the parents are there. So you never, they were never so close to their parents to a point where their parents disciplined them. Here, we're in the same room, the same house, the same everything. And they feel like... That's why they control us because they don't know what's out there Mm. and they can't protect us Whereas back home they were protected because they had people everywhere. They had a whole village helping Mm. them They don't have a village here and you know with our parents the reason why they shout and they do this They think because they grew up on if you abuse someone you become a better person. Yeah. They have this thing where they're like, if I tell you you're useless, tomorrow you're you gonna change. fight. <laughs> you're gonna fight. That's the thing. My mom would be like, no, right? No, that's what I thought. And then she it's what you do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset, but I will not change. <laughs> <laughs> They If someone threatens and abuse you, you tomorrow you prove them wrong. <laughs> That's the thing. But we grew up in a system question. where if someone abuses you, they're not good for you. They're Cut not. them off and do you. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. And that's why if you're the oldest, just be very patient and learn to communicate with your parents. Yeah. If they're, they're yelling, don't extent. react. This is the biggest thing I've learned in my life. Don't react the same way they're reacting. Let them shout, let them do whatever and be very calm. Trust me, our parents have, the, even though they act tough and this and that, yeah. it hurts they're them even more. Emotional. They're very emotional more than human you know. beings. <laughs> and the only very reason emotional. they get fiery is because you're talking back and they have no power. They, they don't know how to control. Well. They, 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 yes. they want control. They That's why they so bad, so l- allow them to have control and you'll see your it's conversation the will reduce. It's the fight of fighting. This is and you're like, no, I'm not, don't fight them. Just, just be like, though, take it in. It's hard. hard. I know because I'm reactive. I can't hold you it in. It. But the thing I've learned is later, now I just stay calm and then I'll be like, mama, what was that about? But then like, also we're human as well. So yeah, sometimes we, if we react, do react, still talk to them about it the the next day. Yeah. Like if you both crash and you both attack each other, you might be similar in personalities and that's where things blow up. That's fine. That's okay. We are allowed to have those. A lot of us talk well, to I them think the all of us day. here. Yeah. I like our mothers. What are you liking? <laughs> <laughs> um, trust, trust me. 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 Because I feel like, I don't know, I always get that because people yeah. say I'm like my mom because our, the, our level of Stubbornness, yeah, very, very, you know. There's always no, that. But I feel like my mom to sort as of I've grown up. Like when I was young, I thought my mom was the most dramatic person I've ever met in my life. That's you. But now, it's, <laughs> no, yeah. But that's the thing. Now that I'm older and that I've observed my mom from the other side, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No, my mom's dramatic, but I'm I've learned that her. she's patient. Hmm. She's actually a, she counts shit. She'll be like, mm, what am I name? Three months ago, you know when you didn't get in trouble, like when you were younger and you do something and you're so scared and you go home and they're like, and you're like, "Mm, yes, (laughs) and then they bring it up four months later. I don't even remember then. But they do. (laughs) And I hate when someone brings something up later because it it literally triggers me. To to thingy, um, to to those kids or whatever, if you're the first, um, if you're the oldest, 
just look into different ways just i think my advice would be what you know from the western culture that you've learned so let's look at like writing things down if you're that kind of person Journal. just look at different yeah. ways that you can deal with your emotions Express the, the typical things it. that therapists would recommend try and utilize those as well and then obviously taking listen to us and know that there's nothing the personal against you <laughs> they don't hate you it's just them letting out their frustration or whatever the situation is so just try and they like, don't know how to communicate their communication and especially styles, if you're the oldest one you yeah. have we to make have sure to that teach you, them we have to teach them how to communicate, them how yeah, to communicate. and trust to me. us yeah it's like you're showing someone how to love you but you're showing them how to treat you it's like my mom always say you kids want to do a album that all the time you know there's a lot to talk about there and i think as we go on there's going to be there's more so episodes and more things that we're yeah. going to talk about how like how to interpret the way our parents communicate to us and how what they really mean and things like yeah. that so interpretation interpretation yeah. 10 ways to avoid your parents yeah so i think we've done a few like a lot about family relationships and friendships and things like that now let's move a little bit back to romantic relationship romantic and so do you think let me let's start off with a bang okay do you think a guy and a girl can be friends platonic without any platonic nothing not even a thought nothing no Huh? Oh. Okay, let me just explain. I mean, I this just, is coming from someone who I, does I have so male too. friends. This is coming from someone who have male friends. Mm. I don't think that genuinely, unless you are a male who is into males or a woman that's into women, I don't think you can practically mm. be platonic friends mm. without any sort of attraction, feelings, no nothing. Because mm. as it's true like we are human at the end of the day we mm. seem to forget that our feelings are triggered by certain things mm. like if i'm in a relationship and my best friend's quote unquote was a male and i was i found comfort in this person and when i'm having issues here i will come and confine in him mm. eventually it's going to get to a point where one of us is going to be like emotionally like if he emotionally supports me all the time yeah. i'm going to start feeling emotions towards him mm. it doesn't matter what it is at which point of your life you will emotionally start feeling things for this person or you might they might like you as more than a friend and then they just repress their feelings because they know that you might you've made it clear that you don't like them back or someone always feels something at some point in that friendship it might not be at the start might not be in the middle but at some point someone is going to have emotional connections with you and that does make it beyond just a friendship like they're going to be attracted to you in a certain way because we tend to justify things in our heads will be like someone starts you know how that saying like someone starts looking better <laughs> to a certain point every yeah. time they do something like before when we said our definite love starts building when someone shows you something mm -hmm. that you define as let's say if someone does an action that you think is someone that loves you would do mm. you're going to start feeling loving them a little more mm. and each time they do something the closer you are and the more time you spend together the closer your heart feels to them yeah. the more comfortable you become yeah. the more accepting you become of them and then you someone will fall for somebody yeah. I it's, I it's very 
gonna happen eventually. I don't know. I feel like because I'm I'm a girl's girl. I've got like a good. I've had girl best friends. I've never had a guy best friend. So mm. I don't know if you if you can if they Not can be plutonically friends. <laughs> yeah. I personally don't think so. Yeah. But that's just based on like what I've heard from other people and their relationships and the dynamics. Yeah. That you know their relationships have taken, mm. but. Personally, I don't know. I've never been best friends with a guy for yeah. me to be like, oh, this think, is my personal opinion. I just go based on what other people have told me, and I don't think. It's I think I, I don't think it's it's you can like I just said, because everything you said is everything that I think. Yeah, yeah. In terms of, I don't think that it you can um, sustain it. You can have a, a that they can be best friends. Yeah, I don't believe that. No. And can be and, and another friends. the point. Yeah, the point that I wanted to add on to that is. No matter what, you can lie to yourself. You can yeah. say anything. <laughs> I like that. What you say is a lie. Trust I like me. that. <laughs> when they when test, when they <laughs> yeah, but I see how he sees me. Trust me. Because I see how he sees how he is. <laughs> Why do you call him when you are with your friends and you need to go home? Because it, it, it's, you cannot maintain it for long term. You cannot mm-hmm. because, like, the, like you said, and the thing is because what you're looking for in a partner is a best friend, essentially. Yeah. Right? And if it's a, the opposite sex and they're, they're ticking all the best friend boxes, they're there for you emotionally. They are there for this. They are telling you you're better, that you deserve better than the asshole that you're They automatically become They automatically. Friend. So it's like, what would be stopping him from shifting into that position? No, I need to get myself a you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Let me make this clear for those who <laughs> want to lie that they, those liars back there, the ones that are lying, but what is now, like? that, they, that they have male best friends and they're sustaining it. Why are you lying? First of all, if you have a boyfriend, for example, Ayan has a boyfriend, she has a male best friend on the mm. side, her boyfriend is right it there. It can't work. Can you, because your best friend, quote unquote, with your female best friend, you talk with them all the time, yeah. every day, you get to, like every other day at least, yeah. you check in, you hang out, you do everything. That's you not going to happen. Relationship yeah. problems. You talk to them, the, the, your, your, your girl, best friend, your girl best friend that's, that's what I'm saying, like, you, your girl best friend, everything. Mm. So if this man is just your best friend and you don't feel anything and this and that, mm. why is it that you will feel some type of way? If your boyfriend was like, why are you so close with him? Mm. Because that's going to trigger something instantly. Yeah. Because they, But that's the thing. And then you're not going to be as comfortable with him telling him your relationship problems as you would be with your female best friend. Because instantly, you know, if he's a straight male, he's just going to be putting... And then when he's talking to you, because let's say, if I tell Nyakle my relationship problems, she's instantly not going to try to put that guy down. She would just be logical and she'll be mm. like but have you look at it from this side and have you this and so that so your guy best friends but, can't do that no, no, no. They, they, can, can, they can they can emotionally be there for you but to, it's gonna get to a point because with us girls we're emotional beings and when someone is emotionally comforting us to a certain point we're gonna start thinking in our minds wow this person really knows me so basically if your best too. friend of the opposite sex is giving you advice that your best friend of the same sex is giving you let's say i'm a girl and i have a girl best friend and i tell them everything that's going on in my relationship blah blah blah, blah, blah. and they give me their honest opinion even if they put the guy down small small because some of your friends can't yeah. do that they can mm-hmm. be like this guy is not good for yeah, you yeah, you know yeah. 
you deserve better you deserve this and this and this and this because you're not sexually attracted to me it doesn't really matter it's like whatever she's giving good advice but when it's the opposite sex your guy best friend that's doing it do you all of a sudden it's not, change it's not, course or let what's me the let case? me say what's something like i'll say it's it, not based okay it's not based on one advice or it's not based mm. on yeah advice. no it's i'm there is general but as a okay things that come along with a best friend right best friends you see you spend a lot of time together with your best friend yeah. mm. you talk to your best friend on a regular basis mm. so yeah. imagine doing these things with a, 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 someone on the opposite sex and then a female you know doing it with a male and a female the exact same things mm. that a bit that you would do with your female best friend you're yeah. doing it with your male best friend this in, involves also hangouts mm. you know those late night conversations mm. yeah all that stuff mm. as someone that is straight and is into males obviously you're going to feel some type of way towards the person because yeah, of that like I say, so it's not necessarily going to be yeah. drawn to someone yeah mm. but not to say like and that's another point that i wanted to make so even though because it sounds like we're saying negative things about best friends it's not all negative not from what i know anyway it's not all a negative no. thing with having a a, 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 a guy best a friend i think you can you can but like the connection and a thing that people really need to be careful with because you can have a very very strong connection because i think i'm about to contradict myself in terms of because we say that you are bound to be connected to that person yeah. you're bound to have feelings for them but one thing that i think people don't realize is the only thing sometimes because us girls we fall in love with the idea of, of someone being with yeah. that person remember there's tv that's the train that you fall in love with your best friend but yeah that's not necessarily always the case it's just because we're in love with that idea yeah we sometimes end up forcing with. this narrative that we should be with this person but really because don't feel anything are, yeah. like if you actually sit down and think about whether there's actually emotions or anything like that involved you might actually come to a realization that there's no feeling there but it's just the idea that you're stuck on if that makes sense you know what i mean like i feel like you can be best friends and that's why it, it's contradicting we rationalize you can still so you mind. can actually be but best friends with a you guy know, i want to know if from you know, a male if you let go of the yeah the the way that we we're emotional things. beings though it's not gonna ever change i think we need to change it no but you know because <laughs> let me tell you how when i think it's possible it. yeah there's a lot that's of why values. i think we need to stop um, acting this and there i think the only time is practical and i know for a fact is generally like you know when you've known someone as your friend but you attempted to date but it didn't work out because you just knew they're not mm. the person for you and you you're you not the person for that? them that's when you can really be best friends because you know you're not gonna have you an explored you're constantly yeah dating. but because you're always gonna wonder that, in the back of your mind subconsciously what if they blow up and you're like hmm you're looking like you're not name but if you really are a person that's self aware and you know the deep inside at their core they're not the person for you because of their mental state the way they hmm. think the way they process things you might later be physically still attracted to them that doesn't mean that yeah. they at the core they're not the person for you like for me i personally think if you've had a friend and male friends and you were at some point you're like a glimpse one day you're like mm, you look better than usual mm. and then you decided that you were both going to give it a go and you mutually came to a conclusion that yeah. hmm this person that's actually not for you with us girls that then repressed the fact that the idea of them yeah and in your mind you're now going to be like okay i've tried we've both come to an understanding that this is not the person for me and i'm looking for my prince charming wherever he may be it's going to become so much easier because I'm never going to ever in my mind think what if. 
Because that what if is what kills people and is what gets people to a point where it becomes awkward at some point with your yeah. friend. Whereas you can now openly communicate. If they look good today, you'll be like, hmm, you're looking good if you wear something. But I've never you seen would it. You would prove it to would be do. like thingy because I think I have a friend. It's, it's sad that like, like it's sad. I think it's really sad because as someone that I've had male best friends in the past, yeah, they, not to say that they've all been complicated or anything like that. It's been fine, but I think. We, we really take away from the fact that there's there's a huge 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 benefit and value in having a friend of the opposite sex there because, is because because as male and female it's hard so for us much. to understand yeah. each other um each other and, and sometimes it's good to have a, a, a the opposite sex to be able to let you in on yeah. how they interpret things and blah 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 even though we're supposed to be yeah but same. how do you do you but the difference is not having friends of the opposite sex but like best, best friend yeah, but then in order to dig deep, mm. you have to be best friends. You can't. So you can't. So your friend. So your friend. Genuinely, let, as your I'm male not going to talk to any male friend about issues and all these things. Like I'm not going to get deep with them. That's the thing. So it has to be someone I trust so much and consider as my best friend in order for me to like even with. But friends, if you only have one um, best friend, though, yeah, I just want to define that. Can you literally only have one best friend? Well, I'm. Uh, nah. Uh, you mean a male or female, or just in general? Just in general. You can have more than one best friend. Exactly. So, but but there's always slight cha- differences though. Mm. There's always different Someone things. Someone that's closer than the other. Yeah. There's a, not not necessarily that, but like there's. So if you have a good okay, so if you have a good set of like guy friends, best friend doesn't not mean everything should be on the table with them. You should be it able depends to on that person. Depends on that person. Then how are your best friend? Oh, okay. Because you know people define um, best friends differently. Yeah. There's some people that will meet someone three times. That's my best friend. And it's like. How? They because they feel connected. Those ones, three times. <laughs> but that's how they feel. Shut up. Because they've had to live their life. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you don't know what a best that's friend how, is. So, so, so that's you can't feel. just discuss with your male friends certain things. It's like it has to be a male best friend. No, no, no. What's the difference? Why can't you fall in love with your male friend? Like. Because you don't spend that much time together. Because so okay. best friends spend more time. Like, that's what I'm yeah, not they do. That's the thing. It's and based inside on jokes and um, like that. the you more you talk, the you more you spend time together. The more you are, yeah. the more attraction you yeah. get, or the more emotional connection yeah. you have with the person. The, like your normal friend, you'll see them once every three months. Yeah. So basically. You can have, you can have, girls because and guys can have plutonic relationships. It's just not, you can't have plutonic best, best friend friendships. relationships. Yeah. Okay. But wait, okay, but let me say also say with just friendships, I feel like someone always has something for Really? Yeah, yeah, that's what keeps males around. Really? Trust me. Are you sure? Men stay around because this is the thing, like Steve Harvey <laughs> Steve Harvey be saying. I ain't got friends and mm. I've literally been like just my mm. friends and I don't like them mm. like that and I'm pretty sure yeah. they don't like me. How do they feel? Men don't stick around come around you for no damn reason just because oh yeah you know she but might have a problem unless they physical like you grew up together and they physically just don't find you attractive at all. That's they what I mean. So it is when they can sustain yeah, yeah, but it's true. But then you may fall for them. But then what so if you what it's so never if you be sustainable? But what if you both Someone are just not attracted to each other? Does that mean that it's like... You both think you're ugly, bitch. How do we know how to love? Because we don't see our parents loving each other. We don't see... teaching ourselves how, how to love. love. And do you think that's affecting how our relationships end up being? Because what what do we really know about love like that for us to be able to maintain a relationship, it's a romantic true. relationship? Um, I think that visually, our definition of love is shown to us by rom-coms. 
and that's what we refer Media. to yeah. like in my heart now when i'm with somebody i tell like to me i i envision the romantic relationships based on what i see in romance <laughs> movies because in my head that's what they're supposed mm. to look like so then we don't know how to well. deal with we also don't know how to lo- like friends. we haven't been taught how to love your friends yeah and we also haven't been taught how to love how to, to love friends of the opposite sex mm. these yeah. are all things that we're navigating yeah. by ourselves so that's yeah. why there's always blurred lines between yeah. between there's certain that we have to yeah. work out you know certain situations and certain relationships there's always a lot of problems yeah sometimes that can be easily avoided had we learned how to earlier from seeing our parents and their friends interact seeing our moms with male best friends seeing i'm <laughs> <laughs> <you> laughing now <laughs> what a joke things you know also cuz they had a friend they had the, i agree with the friendship thing because <laughs> back to them they have a different way of how they sustain their friendships, friendships with exactly. each other yeah. and they're so close and i know that they love you can see that they love their friends mm. to the core yeah yeah they want to interfere in our friendships yeah. instead of teaching us how to, to love, love our, our friends, friends. Exactly. and how to accept they're our friends for what they are they say she's from here she must be terrible get rid of her exactly but then you know they don't keep the same energy for yeah. keything the same energy man that's what i mean with yeah, actually teaching, teaching ourselves, ourselves all forms of love yeah. and all forms of relationships yeah and that's the problem it's that like we don't have Cuz you know like when you're a kid you pick up things like when yeah. you're a kid you pick up things so e- hatred you pick it up when you're younger mm. from what you're seeing relationships you're picking up young when you're seeing How you know like some I, you see stuff. some white people literally be like I I want the relationship that my parents have <laughs> do you guys think that maybe that's why we're so cynical in a sense when it comes to relationships mm. we're very cynical and we're very like with a conditioning like how we said a lot of mm. things were so conditional and this and that do you think it's because we've been bred in a way that we can't we don't know what to compare to mm. so in our minds if it's not like the movie if it's not the western perfect, yeah if it's, it's not, not it. that it's not it and it's and weird it means mm. that we push away things that could potentially be good for us mm. but we don't know how to sustain it because we've never been taught how to hold on and successfully last and you know movies only last an hour now like so if our parents actually because like the way culture is set up like when you're dating you they date don't love, it's not emotional yeah. So do you think like mm-hmm. they could genuinely best, like best, have best, best, best they could genuinely have like best friends that are guys because there's no that emotional yeah. Yeah. that is, no but you see and our parents are better and our parents love friends yeah. than yeah. we do it because yeah. we're learning because we're emotional and we're very what we see that, on TV that, that, that best where, friends yeah, that's friends. the point of emotional versus rational mm-hmm. yeah and they're very, they're very rational logical and rational in the way they do but things they're us, logical they have friends for a reason yeah. with us is the way i feel towards yeah, you the vibe it. yeah. is what i it's um, emotions pull yeah. off yeah. whereas with them is logical what can how can i benefit from this relationship but, in them but mind? i, I see, that's why i i i think the way that they everything they do is the way they though it's a transactional relationship every relationship along better. the board it is i think it's it better is. because if you think about it when the way they better i think it's better 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 but it's not better i don't feel like it's better i feel like they come hand in hand because i'm missing the small part of the extent you're just hearing it's not about that yes i'm saying it's better to an extent there's certain things which means obviously there's certain things that i agree with and certain things that i don't agree with yeah and when it comes to them being rational i feel like in terms of dating i feel like they're able to make better choices yeah. 
generally Rational compared to choices. us because their emotions are not involved in the decision making of them choosing a partner you know what i mean like they're because saying then multiple yeah, yeah. me a when like we, we can never sustain multiple the way, we date, though, the way we date is very very um different to the way that they date so have you ever had your like mom tell you like at this big big age yeah. you don't have a boyfriend but they didn't want like, you to have one before they no, didn't want you to know but what it's I like were. i can't date when I don't like someone. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I have to like I them. have to like them to be able to date but them. But to them it's just to. like, no, you just find someone. No, the way they used to, to do it mm-hmm. is if a guy likes you and he comes forward and say I like you, you're don't not shut gonna it like down, him, don't shut him down, get to know him. Mm-hmm. Because he mm-hmm. could be the one for you. And that's how they grew up. They'll be like, you know what? Even if you feel like you don't find him at attractive they mm. rationalize and make a more logical they have, they have better dating yeah, opportunities they'll be like you know what they'll be like you know what sit down think about it get to know him speak to him multiple times if it's a month you need it's yeah. a month yeah. and then decide after you've gotten to know him whether you like him or not just not irrationally be yeah, like i don't like, like you because i'm not physically attracted yeah. to you but with us that's why you know with the attraction conversation like is it physical is it emotional is it like how do you physically get attracted to someone mm-hmm. with us is visually the yeah. first thing you see is what you attract is what you attract with them is mentally yeah the which i first thing you got to know and i, I want to be better. that way yeah but i, can't, I so think it's better it. you know because at least the the looking at the practical things yeah. in that person i don't know if you guys said it yeah. before but they're looking for practical things in that person and making comparisons you know which yeah. one aligns with me better which one will be better for me long term yeah rather than just in that moment they might even have one among the five that yeah. is making no, them but feel they good, always say that but they, they say there's the one usually that's one that's thinking. a little bit that makes you there might be one that emotionally triggers you but it might he might not be, be the right choice you yeah, you'll be like, in yeah, but you know, I have to go Tom for over here yeah. is very nice. But then, you know, that's the thing though. Because of this, 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 the society that we're in now, our parents back then, the way that they would be like, oh, you, you date It was normalized, yeah. And then now, if you tell them I'm talking to five different, do you think they'll look at you the same as back then? Our parents? No, yeah, yeah, but like bringing them, because, okay, they tell us to bring them home or whatever. But then why do we now feel weird about... Because TV tells bring, us it's weird. You can only have one boyfriend. That's why You're the TV says... You don't have multiple boyfriends. But to them, they weren't even... But then, were they boyfriends, boyfriends really? Yeah, they were. Well... Yeah, yeah, because they were your boyfriend, but they also had other girlfriends. So (laughs) (laughs) we have to also think about the fact that with us, (laughs) relationships are different. There is emotional connections, intimacy, everything is involved in a relationship Mm. in the West. Whereas with them, you literally just chit chat back and forth, talk. Yeah, talk until you mentally Mentally have gone to that stage that you need to. And then come out with. But then knowing that, like knowing, that's what I was trying to ask. Because knowing our parents are open to that, why do we not feel comfortable to come to them and tell them who we're dating and stuff like that? Why do we not? Because at the same time, when one person comes home, I feel like there's this expectancy that I've never done it, but I'm saying I feel like there's this thing that they'll expect you to me to marry that person, and that's why most of us will be like, we're not gonna bring anyone home or it's also, it's also, already. It's also if i feel if i'm emotionally invested in this person yeah, no. what if they don't accept them they're and i feel it. like deeply i'm very person. connected and also yeah, we, no we, yeah. you know yeah. what's crazy yeah. they didn't 
worry about how many guys or how many times or how many people came to their house back then. But with us now, imagine you date someone three months and then you break up and now Bring you another one. You're judging. Next one come. They're judging you. They're exactly. like, they don't keep the same energy. Time. They don't keep the same energy <laughs> where they used to have the five niggas in the same week. Come home. Chilling, man. Come talk to you. At the early and then they were ready to just <laughs> go stand. I'm like, wow. And then I also think like, the main core for me personally where you don't bring him is because like if you actually genuinely yeah. are emotionally invested in this person and they say no. and someone goes this is not the person for you and someone from a different different tribe exactly and because when you affect playing with being around with everyone you listen my fear as well i don't want that judgment because i want to smoke for myself yeah because they're like those were never problems before it's like when yeah, you know when someone picks a problem yeah. that you've never noticed and then you and then now you're noticing it, it so and you're much. like yeah. and you focus on it and it ruins your whole relationship yeah. and then no your happiness in a sense is kind of like gone small yeah. my thing is the person, person i'm going the person that i feel at the fullest that i want to get married to mm-hmm. is the person i would bring home and then if they don't like it i've already made it's the too decision late, yeah. it's too late yeah. i don't want someone to then help me make decisions mm. but yeah, that's but what they what they do that's what they, they help do. you make decisions and subconsciously you're just not ready mm. i'm not ready to be making decisions based on what you picked up because they'll be like their dad was a criminal got a criminal me who cares let my kids be criminals i'm in prison that's their problem mm. i don't care yeah. but yeah. they care and they have so family history every yeah but because that's legacy all in all the fact that we are learning you know how to be in relationships regardless of it's a friendship or it's not blah 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 mm-hmm. it does have somewhat of a negative impact on our relationships mm-hmm. so for example because the media teaches us like <clears throat> this is what romance is supposed to be like you see you watch a movie the way they interact is very very like da 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 you're like i want that in my relationship not knowing that people are very different you know and our home kawayats get told like you know blah 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 they get taught they see the difference within movies and their parents but the rest of us we just see the movies so we expect what's in the movie we don't have a reality because yeah, we don't have to. exactly mm. so basically what would we tell the kids yeah, again, going question, back? yeah what would be our advice to the younger kids on the, relationship mm. specifically romantic honestly and also with that what age would you recommend okay guys oh, dating age i'm going to sound like a hypocrite because you know you i'm contradicting myself but i think that in order because the thing is it's so hard hiding all the time every day lie to your mom you're going to uni every day lie to your mom shopping center if you feel like when you're going to go see your mans like it's not every day lie so <laughs> what i feel like is if you if you are old enough and if you feel like that this is the person for you i feel like you are better off just letting at least somebody in your life because imagine you date someone and i've also realized you date someone and then you end up you notice that in our community a lot of these kids be dating their cousins and then find out later that they were cousins that's a whole other topic that's a whole other topic but that's what i mean at least let somebody know if you're not comfortable with dating their cousins <laughs> it's a different um conversation for actual? a different day but what i was what i wanted to get anyway, at to yeah, it is. what i was getting at is you're better off just letting if you don't have older siblings or you don't have 
cousins that you're close to and you feel like you and your mom have an understanding maybe just speak to her and just be like mama i'm ready today i mean me i'm scared of my mom so don't look at me for this <laughs> <laughs> look at them right in the eye Not, i think it's for me I, think I feel like maybe yeah. just if you're going to date people or especially somebody that if you are into dating like from other places other races mm. not so because sometimes Be with me i stick with what i know so i feel comfortable and safe and when i'm dating someone else <laughs> but the thing is yeah, with white like <laughs> yeah with kajan with what <laughs> with whoever <laughs> and outside okay no don't introduce a kajan to your mom i'm sorry quiet which mom sorry his mom do you they know, know. They oh that's true they actually do. i know but that is just like the same way that they look at kajan sometimes the same way that they look at a different tribe Yeah, it's, it's, it's real. Yeah, like, so have to break those barriers. Whoever you like is whoever you like. I think where they change as cliche do, as that is. Yeah. Do honestly speak to someone about it. Don't, don't hide your relationships. Hmm? I think the kids after us are. Even they we are can change. Yeah. We are because I feel like we can Oh, with the tribal stuff. Yes. Yeah, because we, we in terms of because um, it's happening a lot more now. People are into whatever. Just into tribal. somebody somebody has to know that's what i was getting at don't you don't have your to tell your parents you but someone needs to know because with relationships this is a stranger they could have been your friend but this is a whole other person that you're bringing into your life in that way you're getting closer to somebody in your life that's close to you needs to know I'm if it's not your parents not mood they don't need to speak to each other just let them somebody know that this is the person you want to get to know you are dating them you feel something for them and you're trying to go somewhere with go somewhere in a relationship the discussions with them, not physically, of, the discussions of yeah. relationships are including conversation friends, yeah families and romantic relationships should definitely be discussed and then there's they should never be anything that anyone is ashamed to discuss oh and don't you friends if you let your friends if come you home like so friends your mom can family. get to know them too exactly because kids are afraid and i've mm-hmm. noticed a lot of little kids will hide who their friends are and will because they don't want their mom to judge the fact that they're from a different tribe they're from a different um ethnic group they're from a whole different race they are so afraid that their parents will might beat them up or might yell at them or might lecture them all these kind of things yeah if it's your friend and you wholeheartedly want this person in your life bring them home your mom the thing with our parents are they're prideful they're not gonna be dramatic while your friend's there they might lecture you when your friend leaves that's your point where you step forward and be like you know what I chose this person to be my friend because they do this and this and this in my life and I feel like they're the person that I need in my life right now and mm. that helped you eventually your mom's going to get to know your friends where they'll be like yeah can be and give me she okay at the end of the day yeah. they're still afraid of the unknown so why yeah. don't you bring the unknown so they can get to know it. about the unknown mm-hmm. yeah Yeah and I it, my my advice is simple, the same basically so we just need to learn to talk just try mm-hmm. and talk a bit more communicate and and that's with everything that was was spoken about you know whether you're um this is not just little girls whether you're a little boy as well yeah and for me whether you're a big person as well some of us do still hide things our parents yeah mm-hmm. because you feel uncomfortable the way forward and, and the way to change, change is communication together. communication is key to any relationship just try all. and just try and talk as thingy but back to the age for me personally speaking i think the the best age to really start Dating. considering being in a relationship or whatever is 18 mm-hmm. because i think mentally or you would have experienced a, a bit more you know what i mean for you to be in a better position okay let's also think maturity level for girls 
I feel like a 16 year old can sustain a relationship depending well, on who, depending on who she's dating. If it's someone in her age group, that's fine. But if it's someone above that, then we might need to look at it. Differently. It's not necessarily the fact that they, they're immature and that they can't date. It's just genuinely like yeah, but they have kid. an understanding. That's what I was saying I know, with the maturity. There are some people be that young because. You don't want your whole life to be consumed or your whole t- young teens to be consumed mm. by relationships. Because to be fair though, like, realistically speaking, how many of these, like, relationships are lasting long term? Some do. Some do, but, like, how many statistically, like, not that much less? If you're a 16-year-old, you're not going to marry your, your partner that you've been dating since you were 16. So yeah. I think, like, take the time, spend more time on your friendships and your and that- connections with people. And then if you find someone romantically, that's great. But I feel like the forefront should always be developing healthy friendships and all of that stuff and enjoying being a kid rather than dating and having the problems and wahalas of relationships and also also overlook the fact that because we i want people like people younger than us to grow up challenging what's the norm that's with that being said that's like you know how we were talking about the platonic relationships it would trust me it's so beneficial having male friends they teach you so much things that you would never know and it teaches you how to be in a romantic relationship with a man too when you can sustain a platonic relationship with a male you start understanding how men are and how they think you start understanding why most things they do because with your friend you're comfortable enough to be like hey why the hell did you just act like that like that's weird they will explain to you they're more comfortable whereas when you're romantically involved with someone everything is an emotional trigger when you say why are you behaving like that you will both start going up for no reason whatsoever because emotionally you are just wanna you want to attack each other for whatever reason i think that is very i think it would help you so much if you are young and there are people that you're growing up around like boys you go to school with you hang out with it's absolutely fine to be friends with them we're not like when me and ian were speaking before we weren't saying that don't be friends with males just even if some you like each other maybe get to know each other as friends at the younger age if you're below 18 or whatever get to know each other as friends and then by the time you start dating you already know who they are you already understand how males work and you can actually try to make a relationship work practically in that sense instead of like just avoiding males altogether if you're straight or avoiding whoever altogether yeah but yeah, as I was saying before, I didn't get to finish my advice. I was trying to say <laughs> the age. Yeah, so we got caught up. <laughs> yeah, because I was trying to say my advice. So the the age that I would recommend that you would get into a relationship, for the reasons that have already been mentioned, is eighteen. I think eighteen is when you would um, you should consider looking at romantic relationships. Before that, I think because as a young person, as an ethnic young person, there's already a lot that you're already dealing with. You're, there's a lot of things that you're trying to learn. You're you're trying to teach your parents, like we spoke about the whole um, having friends from different parts of Africa, having friends from all over the world. Different basically. races. These different are issues that you're already battling with as as a young ethnic person. So putting adding a relationship on top of that as well. I mean, some people can argue that that relationship could be a backbone. Yeah, that relationship could be helping you get through those things. Could be. But I think yeah. But I think for me, I would just recommend that you focus on all those other things first, and try not to be consumed. Because I know in this generation, 
there seems to be so, some sort of pressure that you have to be in a relationship and it's this pressure is coming from so many different angles you know what i mean when we were growing up they, we didn't have the same pressure yeah, that you did, guys yeah. have today you know we we were just at, at our big 17 years we had corros anyhow <laughs> now there's this pressure like you have to look a certain have way a and, being, and girls are being specialized and all this that's a completely different topic for another day but i think that you should just take your time work out in terms of your parents work out how you can just discuss everything just try small small just start one small topic see how they react and if they react in a particular way like like we said before don't take it personal just try again just persevere different approach, yeah try, try different approaches and we'll work through it as you go and also on top of that it is a part of like what ian was just saying which was good um it's a part of your self-care. Get to know yourself. Trust mm. me, when you get so consumed in so many different relationships, mm. that is family, everything, um, romantic, friendships, well. more, mm. you lose a sense of yourself because you start growing with an idea of what everybody else think you are. Mm. You don't, you end up going to a point where you have no idea who you are. And then when you start s- slightly losing each aspect of these relationships or the older you get you start being really confused and that's where people start feeling some type of way they have no identity they don't know who they are just spend some time with yourself what do you like do it what do you think you should be doing try it is there something you saw yesterday that you feel like is cute even if you see a picture of a couple at a picnic and you feel like you should go on a picnic Mm. go invite whoever it doesn't even have to be with people just get to know yourself what you like who you are so you're not defined by your future relationships Mm -hmm. and you're not defined by your romantic relationships because you don't want to be in a romantic relationship when you don't know who you are that's when people start getting dragged around Mm -hmm. you become you start accepting things yeah you are younger you should be focusing on you you yeah and yeah. not growing up so fast and there's a pressure to Be grow up so fast when you're in a relationship because mm. there's a whole like if you disagree with something you're so immature mm. you're yeah. yeah. so i feel like romantically put maybe like put it on the burner doesn't mean don't look at anybody like that but just focus on you yeah. and don't get lost because when you get lost and you don't know who you and are you so get lost in your relationship lost, as yeah. well so and, just and like as we might have mentioned at the beginning, but like, yeah, this is a part of why we're here, you know, mm. we're here to sort of share our opinions and the way, I guess, as the name suggests, as, as, as people from foreign backgrounds, as they would say, we're here to share our perspective and, and hopefully be able to help you through little dilemmas or little life situations that you might be experiencing as a young person, because we have been there and we're still there, mm, we're yeah. still working through it, but the little we're young, small, small that we have... <laughs> We're, we're wanting to share that with you so on that note i think we will wrap it up here and um <laughs> we with each episode we're wanting to be ending it with a small little quote relating to the um the topic of the, the t- discussion topic and the quote of today's episode is brought to you by none other than eminem yeah Eminem. love is just a word but you bring it definition so I think that wraps up everything that we have said. Period. Write it down if you want. Read Say it back. It, think about it. And think about your relationships too. Mm-hmm. Also feel free if you guys um, enjoyed this topic of conversation, please feel free to just message us on Instagram. You know, our Instagram handle is foreign underscore lenses. Message us um, if you want to discuss anything further that you got from this conversation or comment anything at all. Um, that yeah you feel like we should discuss next because we're all in this together 
we're all learning through each other and if there's something we didn't cover also add it let us know so we can discuss it on the next conversation we have or even comment because we're going to be posting little things just comment on there because someone else may agree and like your opinion and want to discuss further with you about yeah and get deeper we i know we kind of slightly um, it's just a way for us to open the conversation so that you can go have these conversations with other people or have it with us whoever you feel comfortable with basically and there's a lot of aspects we spoke about that we will talk about again in the future like we might get into more depth about romantic relationships um there might be things we didn't cover about family relationships because i know we come from very big family dynamics Mm -hmm. we come from very crazy scary backgrounds and a lot of expectations and stuff like that we might later on talk about them again and if there is always something remind us let us know because we're just three braids more brains even are like, better. Even the things that we spoke about in terms of young people, we refer to you as young people or the age that we're Because there are people young, but, slightly younger than us or people are age and down. Yeah, but the, what, the point that I was trying to make is that we we were speaking from your perspective, but oh. we will eventually get one of someone that we consider as the young people that we're referring to yeah. to sort of give us that perspective from their point of, point view. of view instead yeah. of us just generalizing. But yeah, guys, with all that, thank you for chilling with us and listening to you know thanks for the chit chats and we hope you enjoyed this conversation and we'll be back again on, on the, the next, next episode, episode. Thank, thank you, you. bye <laughs>